Hello and welcome to the Viasat Podcast. I'm Alex Miller with Corporate Communications. And with me today is Simon Kuo, Vice President of Corporate Quality at Viasat. So thanks for being on the podcast today, Simon. Oh, it's my pleasure. So earlier this year, Viasat announced a partnership with China Satcom to provide in-flight connectivity to airlines in China using China Satcom satellites and Viasat ground segment technology. So I wanted to start by asking just to give us the broad strokes about how that arrangement with China Satcom is structured. So, Alex, um, as you mentioned, this partnership leverages China SATCOM's K-Band satellite, currently covering the eastern part of China. And Viasat is putting in part of the ground infrastructure that enables in-flight connectivity. We're also working directly with Chinese airlines to put Viasat's in-flight connectivity system on board in order for passengers to experience broadband internet while flying in China. This really sounds interesting. So we're, we're really happy about the opportunity to do this. So China SATCOM is the official service provider for the in-flight connectivity service in China per the Chinese telecom regulations. And then... They would share the connectivity revenue with Viasat. This agreement also extends Viasat's in-flight connectivity coverage into China, which then allows Viasat's airline customers to have internet connectivity while flying over China. All right. Well, that sounds really interesting. So uh, why is Viasat entering the Chinese market in this manner? It's a little, a little different than uh, how we usually operate. First, just structurally, you know, uh, from how I described the broad arrangement with China SATCOM. Structurally, using China SATCOM satellite along with Viasat's ground infrastructure and partnering with them as the official service provider meet all the regulatory requirements for providing telecommunication services in China, as well as the export regulatory requirements for Viasat equipment from the United States government. So that's one reason we're we're doing this, uh, entering the Chinese market in this way. And second, timing is also a great reason. Uh, this partnership couldn't come at a better time because China SATCOM already has a satellite capable of providing connectivity over China. And Chinese airlines are ready for this large-scale deployment of high-speed, high-usage connectivity. This partnership allows us to explore that market right now. So those are the main reasons why we're entering the Chinese market in this manner. Okay. Well, let's talk about that market. It's a very large market. So can you speak to the opportunity that this partnership represents for Viasat? Like, I mean, how many airlines or aircraft are potentially involved? You're right. Chinese uh, aviation market is extremely large market. It's currently the second largest commercial aviation market in the world next to the United States. And it's also the fastest growing. There are, I think, at least 40 Chinese airlines now and with a combination of over 3,000 aircrafts. And out of the current fleet of aircrafts, fewer than 200 are currently outfitted with in-flight connectivity. These numbers represent a very large market, as you pointed out. Of course, the other part of that equation is whether passengers in China are receptive to having connectivity on board. Wow. Yeah, that is an enormous opportunity. So uh, as far as the you know how much of a demand there is, well, I mean, what do we know about the appetite for in-flight connectivity among Chinese airlines, uh, their crews, and the passengers? Right. That's a great question. 
question. Well, generally, the Chinese internet usage is extremely high. Having traveled there multiple times, I can definitely attest to this. The Chinese internet usage heavily utilizes mobile devices to stay connected. So we can see this through published data on mobile phone usage, as well as consumer usage on platforms for social media like WeChat or mobile payments like Alipay and e-commerce. We believe Chinese aviation passengers would like to extend their connectivity lifestyle to the air using these digital platforms on the plane as they do on the ground. So this partnership will definitely allow Viasat and China Satcom to work together to bring connectivity to aviation passengers who have strong desire to stay connected while flying on board an aircraft. So the partnership would also be exploring other opportunities to bring other value-added services to the Chinese airlines and to their passengers. Okay, well, that sounds great. I mean, it sounds like uh, they're already primed to you know walk onto the plane and be connected just like they are on the ground. And and that's something that I know Viasat has found true in you know pretty much the aviation markets around the world, right? Correct, correct. And Chinese aviation market definitely is no exception. So uh, along with the Chinese airlines, this uh, partnership will potentially benefit other Viasat aviation customers when their aircraft are flying into, out of, and over China. So how does that work? Right, Alex. So right, this partnership not only would benefit the Chinese airlines while flying in China, it would also allow uh, these Chinese aircraft when they're flying outside of China to be connected to Viasat's global network, including the Viasat 3 terabit capacity satellites when they're deployed. And that'll be uh, a couple of years before they're over the Asia Pacific region, but sometime, you know, in the not too distant future. Correct. And um, that's definitely also available to them, to these Chinese aircrafts, is the current established networks we already have around the world over North America, over Europe, over Australia. Additionally, Viasat's aviation customers from outside of China can also be connected when they fly into China using the network that we're establishing in China. So it's kind of like extending Viasat's current network to also exist in China. So there is no additional equipment to deploy on these aircrafts from outside of China to allow them to have this connectivity while they fly into China. Okay. Wow. That's fascinating the way that's, uh, that's all going to fit together. So uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about, Simon, was that, uh, you know, China Satcom recently had a, a setback when their, their China Sat 18 satellite failed to deploy after its launch uh, last August. Uh, so that satellite was meant to be part of the network uh, for the Viasat partnership to work over. So how is the uh, loss of that satellite going to impact this partnership? Right. Um, yes, China SACCOM did uh, have a setback. They had a satellite earlier this year, ChinaSat 18, that was launched, but it did not correctly deploy. Uh, this satellite would have provided coverage over roughly the western half of China. Now, while China Sat 16 that was already launched and deployed provides coverage over the eastern half. Now, China Sat 18, the one that did not deploy correctly, provides only a small fraction of fly routes in China. Um, as the western half is more remote, not densely populated. Now, even though our partnership was structured to operate over 
both satellites. We are starting with bringing service online with ChinaSat 16 that's already in orbit with coverage over most of the flight routes in China. Uh, we know that China SATCOM has already publicly announced plans for bringing additional coverage for all of China with subsequent satellites. They are also looking at various options to bring alternative coverage online over the western half of China before these publicly announced plans uh, for additional satellites. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, how that all plays out in the near future. Okay, so so the satellite, even though you know it's definitely a setback, it, it was uh, as you said over the, a lot of the more rural areas. So the ChinaSat 16 is is over the more populated areas of China in the eastern half of of the country. So correct. So is the current trade situation going on with China uh, likely to uh, impact this partnership at all? Right, we we get this question a lot actually. So generally, the trade situation between the United States and China should not negatively impact this partnership. Both Viasat and ChinaSatCom have been committed to a long-term relationship. We, we started these discussions long ago, and we believe this partnership is in the best interest of both companies. We are working closely with regulators in both countries to make sure we are in, can, in compliance with laws of both countries, and we'll continue to do that. But uh, we both believe that this partnership is is here to stay and it's going to last for for decades to come. Okay, so I think some one of the other things that I think people might be curious about is that you know there can be some security concerns for U.S. companies working with China. So how does Viasat plan to keep its own intellectual property and network secure when this joint service goes into effect? Alex, this is a really important point and one that's pretty key in the broader trade discussions between the two countries. There, there are intellectual property concerns, and those concerns uh, apply to both Viasat and ChinaSatCom because both have intellectual property invested in this partnership, and both are serious about making sure that intellectual property is secure. In our partnership agreement, we defined operating procedures and interface requirements to make sure that the respective intellectual property remains secure. Now, we believe that we have done that technically, but also we believe having the right partner who share the same incentive to protect intellectual property is really important and vital to a long-term partnership. This is a reason we have chosen to partner with China SATCOM. And we think that this is also the reason why they have chosen to partner with Viasat. Hey, Simon, can I ask China SATCOM, is that a state-run um, operation or is it a private, public-private kind of thing? Or how does that operate? So China SATCOM is a state-owned enterprise, what's classified as a state-owned enterprise. They have recently just um, released shares to be traded uh, on the Chinese stock exchange. So they're now at least partially privately owned. Uh, we know that um, a lot of their ownership is still with the Chinese government. So uh, we talked a little bit before about how this setup differs uh, a pretty good deal from how we typically service our airline customers with our own satellites. Um, but do you see this... Um, partnership may be suggesting how other partners in the aviation space could work in a similar manner, or is this kind of arrangement unique to China or China SATCOM? 
Visat actually already has partners in other regions of the world with similar arrangements, not exactly the same. Uh, we are currently operating in-flight connectivity services in Australia and Europe using partner satellites. The business arrangements may be different due to regulatory differences, but the technical principles are similar. I believe as Visac continues to expand globally to serve additional airlines and regions, we will establish additional partnerships as appropriate to address each region. So in China, uh, having to address the regulatory environments there, uh, this is a great way for us to do this arrangement is a great way for us to, to do that. And we'll see that this is probably similar to how we need to address certain regions around the world. Okay. Well, looking at uh, just kind of a, from a practical angle, you know, the installation of the equipment on the aircraft and the, and the ground structures, uh, has that uh, process begun yet? Yes. So as of this podcast, there's actually a team from Viasat installing the ground infrastructure in China and testing the various interfaces. It's a fairly large um, set of activities that need to be performed. Uh, we are receiving updates on that progress. I think the team is maybe even a little bit ahead of schedule right now. And we are on track to provide demonstrations of functionality before the end of the calendar year. Oh, wow. That's coming right up. Right. Well, that's exciting. So um, that uh, puts us the, to the to the last question I was going to ask you, of like, where are we at in terms of live service? What's the timeline? Uh, what's next? Right. Um, so we certainly expect to be able to provide live service to Chinese airlines in 2020, in the next calendar year, sometime in the next calendar year. Uh, the ground ground infrastructure will definitely be ready. Now, the process to certify equipment for usage in China, uh, I'm talking about the equipment that's going to go aboard aircrafts. To certify that equipment for usage with the appropriate regulatory authorities in China still would require some number of months. So we have already uh, started that process, but it's going to take some time. So we believe the the sometime in 2020, um, we probably would have live service in China. Okay, and I know you know when you're putting the equipment on aircraft, there's you know the retrofit to existing airplanes, and then the line fit for new planes. Do you have any sense of uh, what the what the split will be there, or? Too soon. I would say it's a little too soon, but uh, I can provide this insight, and that is the Chinese airlines are purchasing a lot of aircrafts. We have a fairly good idea of the new orders for aircrafts right now on order, and we see the trend continuing. So it is totally conceivable that there will be many aircrafts coming up in the next few years that's going to be line fit with Viasat's equipment for the Chinese aviation market. All right. Well, um, that's all I had, Simon. So uh, thanks so much for speaking with us today. It sounds like there's a lot more to come with the partnership. So uh, I hope that uh, we can talk to you again sometime, uh, you know, in the next year as, as things start moving forward and you've got some more updates on this uh, exciting partnership with China Satcom. Oh, absolutely, Alex. It's my pleasure. R really looking forward to working on this, continue to work on this project and looking forward to providing updates sometime next year. 